Uh, it's never getting any better than this. It's got a trash episode 327. The Rattler by Jason McNamara and Greg and Cole. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. <laughs> so it's McNamara? Uh, I guess. Uh, I had no idea how to pronounce that name. McNamara, McNamara. It's one of the two. Yeah. Uh, I think commonly, mostly, is called McNamara. Mm. But what do I know? What do either one of us know? Not a lot. No. I do know that uh, this is a very misleading title of the, of the book. The Rattler. The Rattler. There yeah. are no snakes in this comic. No snakes. Whatsoever. No uh, cobra uh, airplanes. Nope. N- not even a, a baby Rattler. No. Right? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So why is it called The Rattler? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe Jason McNamara can tell us a... How his name is pronounced. Right. And B, why it's called the Rattler. Maybe it's one of those things where there's there's not very many unused titles out there in the world. That's true. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was just like looking through a very short list of titles that right, have right. never been used for anything. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's probably been used already. Right. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's like a... Probably not a comic, though. Probably, probably not a comic, but I'm sure there's like a D-list horror movie. Oh, there's gotta be. You know, about like... Yeah, uh, snake snakes, snakes, right? Yeah, <laughs> the guy that dresses in snake skins. And sure, yeah, does yep. terrible things. Yep, <laughs> as as most men who dress up in snake skins do. Most, not all, not all, most. Yeah. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so before this, we were just discussing that, uh, that there's going to be a. Uh, a local uh, podcast festival here in, uh, in our in our hometown in our hometown of Dayton, Ohio, and uh, where we've been doing a podcast for eight years. Yep, uh, we have to be one of the first, if not the first, in it's, this area in the in the town. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, kind of like you know, hey, why, why didn't we get any kind of recognition <laughs> or, or invitation? As your dog is uh, climbing up on you. After <laughs> constantly chewing on a bone, right, and uh, during our recording, during our recording, and uh, I believe also there was the sound of a toilet flushing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I mean, come on, guys, what's the deal? Yeah, we've got stuff that no one else has. Where else can you hear toilets and dogs on a podcast? <laughs> I don't think the Gym City comes. Jim City Podcast has that. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. That's weird. My brain just, like, as soon as I say the word Jim City, I want to say Comic-Con. Sure. Because that's the only thing I think of when I think of Jim City. Yeah. It's, isn't it weird that Dayton is apparently the Jim City? There's a lot of gyms here. Yeah, apparently. I guess. I, I, where, I don't even know where that comes from, and I have done a lot of research on Dayton history. For sure. Like, I guess maybe there were... You know, there was a time when people were finding gems. I don't know. But I, yeah, I've never read anything about it. Like, I know the first time I ever heard about it was, oh, probably about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I think there was a Gem City Records. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, in the, the Oregon District. Right. I think that's the first time I ever heard of that. And, like, I didn't even associate it with, you know, it's because that's the city's nickname. Right. Like, it was just like, oh, it's just the name of the record store. Right, yeah, me too. Right. Yeah, I shopped there before I'd ever knew it had anything to do with the city. Yeah. But then, yeah, and then I found out that apparently that, that's... That's our thing. That's our thing, yeah. yeah. Like, like, and apparently Cincinnati is the queen city. Right. Which I don't understand that either. <laughs> uh, well, the queen of the United States was born in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then that does make sense. God okay. save the queen. And then, so I guess, like, the gems in her crown come from Dayton? That's very possible. Yeah. It follows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like King's Island is in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, very near the Queen. <clears throat> he had to have his own island, though, because sometimes she just got to oh, him. sure. He had to have a little place yeah. to yeah. hang out. <laughs> that's, our, that's, our, that's our mascot, Edna, drinking water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is good stuff. You know, I think 
it's probably for the best that we weren't invited because right. we couldn't bring our whole could, entourage. Exactly. We could not bring this <laughs> to the live podcast they'd experience. Like, they're like, where's that soundboard you have where you push those buttons and like a toilet flushes and like a dog drinks? Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, we, we, uh, we didn't bring it. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. So we're at your house again. Yeah, we're yeah, back at my mom's house. Yeah. Uh yeah. We probably should have uh run her around outside for a right. while. Yeah. Uh, she was kinda sleepy while we were eating. We yeah. we had a pizza before we started recording and I was like, Oh, she seems a little sleepy. This is good. Yeah. She kinda woke up. Yep. Uh, I have a dog named Edna. She's a boxer. Uh many of you might know boxers. Kinda crazy. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, it's full of energy and uh, stupidity and yep. insanity mm-hmm. and yeah. love. And apparently that doesn't go away. <laughs> no, never. Yeah, because uh, yeah, a friend of mine uh, has like a 15 year old <laughs> boxer who she says still is just Excellent. like a puppy. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yep. <laughs> uh, so. The Rattler. The Rattler. Yeah, it's a it's an image uh, original graphic novel. Yes, it is. Not not a not a ton of those out there. In the world. No, not not really. So it's it's pretty uh, unique in that that aspect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's brand new, right? I believe so. It came out like a month ago. Okay, something like that. We never we never got this in Mavericks. Really? Yeah. Huh. I had never heard of it before. Okay. Well, I had actually told you about it when it was uh, solicited. Oh, yeah. Because uh, cause, uh, we were both big fans of uh, Airboy. Right. Greg Hinkle's uh, artistry on that book. Yeah. So I said, hey, that guy has a new comic coming out. And, uh, and I guess you, you never ordered it. Mm. Well, I don't <clears throat> I do not do the image orders. Uh, so. well, I should have I tacked one on, though. You should have, at least. Because uh, cause we know the guy that uh, does the image orders is uh, not exactly, uh, <laughs> you know, the greatest. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> he just, like, <clears throat> something like this that's like a standalone graphic novel usually doesn't sell as well at our store. Right. Uh, I get that. But I feel like this one would have. Yeah. Um, just because of the art alone. Sure. It's a striking cover. It is a very striking cover. It's like a. Image of a, a ghost lady in red, yeah. and uh, her her human husband who's mourning her loss, yeah. uh, walking around soaked in blood, and carrying a uh, crowbar. Yep. yep, also soaked in blood. Also soaked in blood. So, uh, so we're looking at like you know just a humorous jaunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, I like. Uh, Jeremy, who who we're talking about, uh, you know, a bit, but uh, he he does have some some questionable tastes at times. Yeah. Well, we all do. Yeah, well, sure, sure. But uh, you know, undying devotion to uh, 1992's Wildcats comics. Sure. Uh, yeah. It could could be a hindrance in some instances. Well, you know, <laughs> we all have our guilty pleasures. That's true. <clears throat> I don't believe his is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no. And also, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Right. Yeah. You like what you like. I mean, every once in a while, though, you like something, you're like, I don't know why I like this. Well, sure, but... Like, there's the show Dark Matter. Have you ever seen that? I have not. I've seen, like, the first, like, five episodes. My girlfriend and I have been watching them. And I would call that, like, what you know, what people commonly refer to as a guilty pleasure. Okay. It's not very good. Right. But I can't stop watching it. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of shows like that that I watch, you know, that are, you know, comics even that... that yeah, like well, Teen Wolf, right? Sure, you know that's that's probably my one go-to that I can point to. <laughs> All right. Where it's like I I have this is a show not made for me. Uh, like I I am not in the demographic that should be watching this show. <laughs> uh, there there is nothing about it that should keep bringing me back, but yet I do. <laughs> but I I don't feel guilty about it. Right. It's you know. Admittedly terrible. But. Well, no, you don't feel guilty, but you are guilty of finding pleasure in it. <laughs> I think that's well, that, what it is. That's not what a guilty pleasure is. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Uh, Ow. But Rattler, 
Rattler is not a guilty pleasure. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, kind of a crime story, kind of a no, don't drink my beer. <laughs> but I'm thirsty. Sorry. <laughs> Down. Um, off. <laughs> yeah, the the rattler. Yes, it's a. Uh, Okay, so basically this guy, Mr. Thorne, what's his name, Richard Thorne? Uh, ooh, Stephen, Stephen, Stephen Thorne. Stephen Thorne. Yeah. Um, his, his wife and him are like... Uh, his girlfriend. His girlfriend, yeah. Uh, yeah, it starts out uh, ten years ago, and they're, they're taking a, a trip, and their car breaks down, and uh, they're kind of stranded out in like the a desert road, and then uh, a good Samaritan comes by to, to help them out. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That's uh, what you want, sure. But uh, but uh, things things go south, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah the uh, the 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 woman tow truck driver uh, basically kidnaps the girlfriend, mm-hmm. stranding Stephen out in the middle of nowhere, right? And having lost everything, right? His car, his girlfriend, yep. his his mind, his mind so. yeah. So then we we cut to like the present day, and uh, he has become like a sort of a political advocate for like you know criminal reform laws. Right. You know, he appears on talk shows and then promotes his his books. You know, and, and uh, there's even uh, something called the Thorn Law, which uh, I never understood exactly what it was. I didn't either. It's something to do with um, like what police are allowed to do when they think someone is in danger. Yes. I, that's kind of what I get, but I also I couldn't figure it out, you know, uh, like they, they will chemically castrate prisoners. Right. Like if, if they're like accused rapists or whatever. Right. Uh, so, so kind of a totalitarianism kind of law, like, yeah. you know, as, at least as far as like, you know, criminals and, and crime go. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's not entirely clear exactly what it is. Yeah, they kind of allude to it, but it's not yeah. it's not a major part of the story. They just kind of allude that he has some sort of clout. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, taking this uh, tragedy that happened to him and his girlfriend and, and using it to basically, you know, yeah, sort of... Uh, Political reform. Yeah, and, and make a make a change in the world. You know, whether it's for the best or not is is left up to you. But uh, yeah, that's that's not really the the point of this book. Yeah, he's he's basically convinced that his <clears throat> his girlfriend is Catherine was her name <clears throat> that she's still alive. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, although there's no proof that you know, yeah, he just kind of you know, I mean, part of it is that sort of thing where you just kind of constantly holding out hope right maybe the only thing that you have left right but uh, so, so he, he even after 10 years he's still kind of trying to find her yeah uh Catherine is her name yes yeah. uh but yeah but, but now he's he's rich and he's famous and uh so it kind of starts where uh you know he, he's out promoting his latest book or whatever and uh Gets a phone call that that his father is dying, and we get the, the sort of idea that his family is maybe not the greatest, right? Uh, but but he does his his duty, and he, he visits his dad uh, just before he dies, uh, and and his father passes away, and as that happens, Catherine speaks through the corpse of his father, right? Which is bizarre, yes, yeah, and. Uh, and that's pretty much where the rest of the story takes off, right? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You find out basically he can hear his either dead or missing girlfriend's voice through corpses. Yes, and so it sets him on a, on a road trip trying to find where she might be because mm-hmm. he she she, she mentions some of the landmarks and right, yeah. sites that she sees, and then using you know. Basically, the access that he has via his own laws that, uh, you know, he basically tracks down, like, a couple of different uh, places where she might be. And so it's it's him, basically, 
out looking for her. Uh, and also, you know, maybe to get revenge against the person that, uh, you know, kidnapped her. Oh, you gotta have revenge. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's also about his, uh, publicist and, uh, employee her, and her involvement and in yeah, her involvement, trying to keep him out of trouble and, you know, put a positive spin on his, uh, like she, you know, she, she wants to like have some sort of a press release about him visiting his dying father, but right, she thinks right. it'll be good for book sales and. Yeah, she's kind of got some ulterior motives. Sure, but, you know, I mean, you get the feeling that she, you know, has his best intentions, you know, in mind. Right. You know, and, yeah, and also, you know, to not make his company, you know, you know, look in a bad light either. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, after that, it gets really spoilery, and I don't know right. how much I really want yeah, to talk about that. Yeah, there's some pretty big twists. Yeah. Uh, some of which I think you can kind of see coming down the road. Sure. If you sure. read the first 20, 30 pages. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, but the interesting thing about the story, because honestly didn't really care that much for the story. Okay. I thought the story was, it was okay. Yeah. Like there was nothing like terrible about it, but there was nothing that I was like, wow. Right. Like I never had a wow moment. Well, in regards to the story. I feel like I'm pretty much on the same page with you there. Right. Uh, it's it's a perfectly fine story. Yeah. Not like, bad. Yeah. Not yeah, bad. This is, you know, just a good afternoon reading comic. Exactly. If this was a movie and it was on TV, like, I wouldn't turn it off. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I'll, I know how it's going to play out, but I'll, I'll let it play out. Exactly. Yeah. But <clears throat> the weird thing is, <clears throat> at the end of the book... There's like this two-page text piece, yeah, where Jason McNamara basically says this is inspired by a true event that happened to him, yeah, which kind of is insane, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did that really happen? Uh, I would, I don't have any reason to to not believe him. I mean, it doesn't have all of the same elements. In the no, story. Th- there's a, a different ending, but it's basically the same beginning yeah. where someone tries to do something really creepy. Yep. Out in the middle of nowhere to him and his, his lady? Uh, I think it was just a friend of his. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's a good way to like process that sort of thing. Yeah. Turn yeah. it into a story. See how it... Like he, he basically took this nugget of this weird thing that happened to him and then like let it play out in the darkest and most horrendous way. Oh yeah. And Absolutely. Then, <laughs> and then just wrote, you know, wrote that out right. as, as a like a... I don't know. Almost a revenge fantasy, but, right. but not really either. Like, like just a, yeah, like, like, uh, just took it through through the the, uh, the darkest universe. That was definitely the most interesting part of the the writing. For I me. definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not bad. It, it definitely isn't bad. It's just it's, well, I've read worse, and I will continue to do so. Exactly. Yeah, and and uh, but but it's. Yeah, there's nothing amazing about the the actual story and the storytelling, except for the art. Yes, <laughs> the um, art is amazing. On a scale of one to ten, I think it's a twelve. I totally agree with you. Yeah, man, where the hell did Greg Hinkle come right? from? <laughs> and God bless you, Greg Hinkle, for for coming from there right? to us. Because it's amazing. I've never heard of him before, Airboy. Yeah, and and I'm. So glad that I have, because I will, like, between just the look of this and Airboy itself, like, I'm going to read everything that this guy draws from now on. The way he draws fingers <laughs> makes me want to read everything he does for the rest of his life. <laughs> and and he is one of the best uh, users of Greytones I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Like, he is a master already. Right. I will say this. Uh, it's, it's yeah, this is mostly black and white with gray tones. And some red for the blood. And some red for the blood, but that's that's the thing I was going to bring up. Like, I didn't even realize, like, halfway through that the blood was in color. Right. Like, yeah. Like, that's how amazing the exactly. art is. Yeah, usually when, because I've seen books like that before that are yeah. black, white, red, like some Sin City and some other right, things. Right. 
and they usually just hit you over the head with it. Exactly. But it is so subtly done in this that you don't even notice it until you've read like five pages of, of like black bloody red. characters yeah. running around. Like, Wait a minute. The blood is in red. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so well done. And seriously, just the, the tones and the shadows that he gets with just these grays. Oh, it is mind blowing. Yeah. He's fantastic. And I, no, I know he did everything in this for the most part, as far as art goes, right? Yeah. But, uh, like, with Airboy, did he color that as well? I don't remember, honestly. I don't remember. I think he did, because, like, that had a very distinct look, too. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, most of it was... Like, yeah, real, like, like a blue and... Like, kind of a blue sea green. blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very two-tone, but then, like, you know, when, when the fantasy world encroaches, like, it's in full color. Right. And it's just mind-blowing oh, what he yeah. did you know if, if he did indeed color that which i'm guessing he did yeah and and like the thing about this too and like i mean no disrespect to mr mcnamara but i i swear everything that i enjoyed about this like story like word wise like i noticed on more than one occasion like anytime like i gleaned some sort of enjoyment out of something other than just marveling at the artwork right it was still because of the artwork. Sure. <laughs> because there'd be panels where there'd be a caption and you would read it and it would, you know, tell whatever information needed to be told. To, but the image that he chose to put with that was sometimes a little funny. Like just, you know, there, there'd be like an image where a guy was searching through a car and he was like finding the panties of this lady or something. Right, right. Just the way he would draw some of those things made me laugh and, and just, they were brilliant. And then, but if you look at the the words in the same panel, if somebody else drew that, it might not be very enjoyable yeah, exactly. at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he put so much extra in there. Right. And I don't know. Maybe maybe McNamara has a script, Alan Moore style, where he's <laughs> like telling you every little detail. <laughs> right. I don't get that feeling. I doubt that, yeah. And I, I feel like Greg Hinkle just knows how to make a comic fun and good, even yep. if it's like a dark story like right. this. Right. Like, a, yeah. And, you know, even Airboy took some, some dark times. Oh, too. sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, sorry, not to keep harping on Airboy. It's not the actual book or reviewing, <laughs> right? But, you know, I mean. But it was better than this. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. And part of that, I think, is because of James Robinson, of course. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like there were, there was definitely an instance, I think in the third issue of that book that like brought me to like actual tears. Right. And, and just that combination of, of James Robinson writing from his heart and Greg Hinkle making it come alive. Right. And, and, uh, like, you know, I mean, I had enjoyed his art up until that point anyway. Like, like he's amazing. He is an amazing artist. I cannot stress that. Enough. Right. He's yeah. He's one of the best working today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the fact that I would recommend this book solely based on his artwork. Right. And, and again, like, I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm just, you know, it's like, yeah, Jason McNamara, whatever. Yeah. But, we're not, we're not shitting on him. No. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he's fine. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing like I have no complaints. Exactly. Other than like, it's a little predictable. It's, yeah. It's kind of predictable and <clears throat> it's just kind of standard. Yeah. But but it's not bad. No, not at all. Yeah. But, uh, but, but it is it, yeah, drawn by anyone else. <laughs> right. Like, could you imagine this, this was drawn, I don't know, just by some random guy that draws like Valiant comics or something. <laughs> it, it would be horrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean not horrible, but it would just like, if you had compared the two, exactly. The change yeah. would be horrible. Like, like, yeah, he, I mean, his, his art is so cartoony. Like it's super exaggerated. Oh, yeah. and, and like, you know, there's a lot of crazy cartoon expressions on the faces of characters, but it is so amazingly well done. Like there's just, there's like a flow of action. There's like a car chase in here. That yeah. is one of the coolest car chases I've ever seen in a comic. It is damn near impossible to have a good car chase in a comic. It is. Yeah. And he this pulls is, it off. It's one of the best. Yeah. It's one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. This is the, uh, um, what's that? What's that Steve McQueen movie? This is the bullet, bullet of yeah. comic car chases. <laughs> but a lot more enjoyable than that movie. Yeah. yeah. But there's some good car chases in that movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's... Yeah. Yeah, seriously. 
like I said, on a scale of one to ten, the art is a twelve. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, without you know spoiling the entire thing, there's really not too much else to talk about the story. Right. You know? Yeah. Just, just and we can say it gets dark. Yeah. It gets weird. Yeah. Um, there's a twist. There's maybe another twist. Yeah. One of which you probably see coming. Sure. But it's pretty well done. Yeah. And and I love the fact that. He wrote it based on something that happened to him, and he just changed it. Right. Like, I, I really love that and respect that, and I think he's 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 really cool and talented for doing that. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not an amazing story. It's just, yeah, not it's at just, all. It's yeah. just like a good little thriller. Exactly. Yeah, nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the fact that he you know did base it on on something that actually happened to him like uh, reminded me a lot of uh, James Avar and The Crow as well. Mm-hmm. You know, how yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. It's a lot like that. <clears throat> of course, this one wasn't as nearly as tragic. But no, yeah, yeah. It was just like, he was, I feel like, you know, he was like, well, that was a weird night. Right. And when he got home, he's like, I wonder where that could have went. Right. And he wrote it. And like, that's awesome. That's really cool. I mean, I'm sure the, the events as he describes, you know, uh, I'm sure that was, you know, scary as hell. Oh, yeah. Know, living through it. But, you know, the, that they were able to make it through. Yeah. Because yeah, basically someone tied... Uh, a rope to the front of his bumper and tried to like basically haul his car away. Well, they basically the events that play out in, in the comic, you know, they broke down, you know, and, uh, you know, a good Samaritan came by to, to tow them to the, the nearest gas station or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the girl like got in to like steer the car and he was, you know, in the back pushing and yeah, just, uh, the person had tied a rope instead of a chain to the car, and, and it broke. And it broke. Yeah, and uh, they were able to, you know, not get kidnapped. Basically, right. yeah, yeah. basically tried to kidnap the lady. It's crazy. Yeah, and uh, and it does like the story kind of ends without spoiling it. It ends on like a really powerful dark note where you're like you really feel bad for this guy, and it's crazy, and it. It almost seems like there could have been a book two that immediately followed. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't think there is. Like, I, th- I feel like that's the end of the story. Yeah, I think so as well. But it almost has kind of like a Twilight Zone ending. <clears throat> a little you're, bit, yeah. Where you're like, you know, like someone is in this terrible situation. And, you know, you kind of want to see how it plays out from there. But the note that it, they ended on is, you know, what they want to leave, yeah. you, leave you with. You yeah. Know? They want you to see this, like terrible situation at the end and like that's kind of what you're supposed to linger on but right yeah yeah i didn't see the end coming, <clears throat> and i even had to read the end twice to like figure out what it I was like oh okay after it is second time yeah but it's dark it's very dark yeah uh there's even though i mean there's humor within the book too mostly from the art though <clears throat> mostly from the art 90 percent yeah but, like, you know, even one of the characters is kind of, you know, humorous. Like, oh, the Elvis guy? The Elvis guy. Yeah, he's in this rockabilly band. Yeah. And then, uh, like, there, uh, towards the end, uh, there's even a cameo by uh, James Robinson. Oh, really? I didn't oh, notice yeah. that. I didn't notice that. Uh, it's, uh... <clears throat> James yeah. Robinson, if you don't know, is the writer of Airboy that yeah. uh, worked with Greg Hinkle, the artist of this book. Yeah, so, uh, so there's uh, the, it takes place in a hospital, and uh, the orderly is like going from room to room. He was like, "Hey, how's my favorite limey? Still besieged by flying spacemen." Oh, I didn't realize that was okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that was supposed to be him. Yep. I wonder who that was actually. So yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so, a fun book. It is, you know, uh, and it's one of the oh, okay. It's not one of the ten dollar image books. Um, a lot of image number one graphic novels are cover priced at ten dollars. Uh, this one's fifteen, but that's because it's not part of a series. Right? Yeah. They do that just to try to bait you into right, buying the yeah. whole series. But since there's no whole series, you just buy the one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think I paid maybe like eight bucks for it. So right. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally worth that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> And, you know, honestly, like, just to have more Greg Hinkle artwork, right. you know, it was totally worth, you know, whatever the cost of it was. And again, like I said, the story is, is perfectly fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah and, I, and I feel like, I, feel, I mean, not that either of them will ever listen to the podcast, <clears throat> right. but I feel like if James McNamara listens to this, not only will 
well, you, you know, most likely say you, you've been pronouncing my name wrong. Right. But he'll say like, well, shit, man, I, I tried. Come right, on. Yeah. What, what's wrong with it? And we're not, yeah, we're not saying it's bad. No, not at all. Like this, this is totally worth reading. Yeah. It's, it's just like dead center in the middle for me. Yeah. Writing wise. Like, right. There's nothing great or terrible about this story. Exactly. But the art is off the charts. Exactly. Yeah. This is totally worth looking at. You know, it is like, it is worth buying 40% for the story, 60% for the art. Maybe uh, an even bigger gap. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you're thinking about getting into the world of comics as an artist, I would highly recommend taking a couple notes from how Greg Hinkle tells a story. Oh, absolutely. He is somebody to watch. Indeed. Yeah. And like like you said, like I love the fact that his work is so cartoony. Oh, it's Cause, cause so awesome. it's not a style that's very popular, you know, uh, among you know your your normal fans. Like right. They, they want it all like you know. It's got to be super and, realistic, right? But but everything in it is like so animated. Oh yeah, and, and, and so expressive. It is. And and uh, and my absolute favorite comic art on the face of the planet is super cartoony. Mixed with kind of dark and gritty and right, like, and that's dirty. what this is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so it's like this is. It's like yeah, like Jeff Darrow and people like that. Yeah. People that you can tell they come from a cartoony background, but they want to inject like grittiness and weirdness right. and quirkiness. Like that, that's the best for them. Yeah. Art Adams. Oh yeah, there. absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there, mm-hmm. uh, but you know. Fans like what they like, I guess. Yeah, you like what you like. Yeah. And but, I love, you know, I love this art. You know, yeah, oh yeah. Like, I've, I don't think I've read anyone ever say anything negative about Hegel's art up to this point. I'm how, sure. How could you? I am sure there's people who have. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. Sure. But, you know, I think he's, I, you know, I keep saying the word over and over again. He's amazing. He's a genius. Yeah. yeah. If, if he started a religion, I would worship him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to marry me, I would marry him. But, yeah. Sure. I would try to have his babies, even if it's physically impossible. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go ahead and take a break then? Yeah, we'll take a break. Sure. I could probably pee. All right. Well, let's make sure we record that, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah we, might, we might be invited to <laughs> podcast rallies. And all that. <laughs> okay, should I just pee right here? Yeah, okay. just right in your beer bottle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Almost. Let me just finish it. Let me just drink it on.
Welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. What's up, buddy? Oh, not too much. So I guess we could talk about Freak Hollywood there. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I wanted to make sure we didn't forget to speak of. I understand. Yeah. We, we, that was this past Saturday. Yeah. The, the day before Mother's Day. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, so you work at a comic shop. I do. So, so you've, uh, you've dealt with most every free comic day, haven't you? 14 of the 15. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually that is not true. I was employed there for 14 of the 15. Yeah. But for like three years in a row, I was out of town on free comic book day. Oh yeah. Which everybody hated. Sure. <laughs> Other than me. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. I love free comic book day. I would just rather be at other comic shops. Understand like getting free comics. Sure. And and like usually TCAF, the Toronto Comic Art Festival, usually takes place on comic, free comic book day. Yeah. And so I would be at TCAF a lot uh, while everybody else was working. <laughs> and I felt kind of bad about it, but it it wasn't about escaping free comic book day for me. It was right. about attending TCAF. Right, yeah. Um, um, but this year I did not go to TCAF, and ironically, it's not on Free Comic Book Day this year. Right? It's this upcoming Saturday. Um, but both events are amazing, and uh, I was glad to at least be uh, at one of them. Okay, this yeah. year, which was at, at Free Comic our, Day. our store on yeah. Free Comic yeah. Book Day. <clears throat> yeah, so so Mavericks uh, usually has like a pretty big sale. Yeah, like fifty percent off uh, trades and graphic novels, and uh, discount on back issues. Yeah, it was like twenty five percent off back issues and toys. And you, you guys bother with uh, discounts on like magic and yeah, all that we stuff? did we did yeah. a little bit, right. not much. It's more about the comics, exactly, so. yeah. like it should be, <laughs> right? But we <laughs> but we we put discounts on just about everything. Right, right. right. It's kind of like honestly, it's like the Blacker Friday. Like right, we, right. we do better on Free Comic Day than we do on Black Friday. For sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, usually uh, you have like a costume contest. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, this year. Although I heard this year's was not as we, we well really attended. Have, yeah. We didn't really have too many contestants this year. Usually we have like, I'd say a dozen between the two categories at mm-hmm. least. At least. Um, this year we had like, we only had like six people. Um, I mean, we had probably a dozen people show up in costume, but right. only like six of them. Entered, uh, entered. Yeah. Contest, yeah. That's a little weird. I what? wonder what was different here. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I don't. I don't know what was different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it didn't. Didn't really rain, so like I don't think no, it, was, it was nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was supposed to rain, but right. it did not. But you were there as well. I was. I came in and got some free comics. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you came in and did free sketches. I did. Yeah. So uh, usually you have uh, an artist uh, kind of hanging around on free comic day. Sure. And, we always try to have at least one. Right. You know, and and. You know, it's not about that. It's about the free comics. But, you know, I mean, I think a lot of stores make an event out of the day. Sure. It's like a party. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, you have uh, no uh, a local artist, you know, you usually try to maybe see if they'll, they'll at least hang out and then do some sketches. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and your, your usual artist uh, backed out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so I said, well, you know, I'll do it. Yeah. I got nothing better to do. Sure. Because uh, uh, you've invited me once or twice, you know, and then, you know, I'm I'm a hateful, spiteful person, so I said no, right? <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to change some stuff about me. Sure, yeah. And uh, I said, sure, I'll, I'll do this. Yeah. And uh, it was it, a lot of fun. It honestly could not have turned out better. Yeah. I think, and like, I'm not just saying this, I think you did an amazing job. Thank you. And like, I don't mean just the artwork, because I mean, you, you basically did one every eight minutes, that is essentially what it boiled down to. Because you were there four hours and you did 29 free sketches. Turns out I did 30. Oh, you did 30? Yes. Okay. I, I'd forgotten about one. Which one did you forget? Uh, Mr. Miracle. Oh, okay. Uh, I never saw that one. Yeah. Uh, it was probably one of the quicker ones that I did. And uh, the guy didn't have to pay for it? Nope. So he got away scot-free? He got a, 
<laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, you did some amazing work, and and yeah. like characters that you weren't necessarily familiar with. Like, no, not at all. I you know, no. like Halo and Darth Vader. Yeah, and, thank, thank God for smartphones, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. So uh, before the show, I did like with the, the two weeks leading up to the show, I did. I don't know why I'm calling it a show. The event, mm-hmm. free comic day. I did 29 sketches, like, to be just sort of reserve or whatever. Yeah, like, a couple people asked me for, for something, you know, in particular, like, four people. I had, had, you know, just, I did the sketches and then kept them off to the side until they showed up. Sure. Uh, but then I was like, well, you know, what, what do the kids like? Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, basically. I, I was in tune. I'm in tune with the kids. So sure, sure. I had to. I had to feed you some information. You did. You like did. Umbreon and whatnot. You're right, right. <laughs> I, I drew a Pokemon. Right. right. Uh, Is that the first time you ever drew a Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, you know, when when Pokemon was huge, my nephew was like right at that right age. Like in the late 90s. Yeah. And and he, I remember he once drew some Pokemon for me, so I can't imagine that I didn't get away with right. not drawing something right. for him. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I drew like 29 different sketches uh, to just basically like, well, you know, I figure somebody will come up and, and want, you know, Batman, Batman yeah, you know, right. and, and, you know, rather than, you know, making a person wait around for, you know, half an hour while I try to draw Batman, you know, <clears throat> I'll have one ready for him and, right. and he can just take that. So, yeah. so that's what I, I tried to do. Yeah. You were like, okay, Civil War's out, so I'll draw Cap. And right. Falcon, exactly. Right. Black Panther, Iron right. Man. Yeah. And, uh. All but four of those were gone by the first hour. Right. Yeah. Oh, I watched. Yeah. Yeah, they disappeared. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, like I went into this thing thinking, okay, like there's probably going to be like 10 of these I'm going to take back home. Right. That nobody's going <laughs> to want. And like, you know, maybe like five people will ask me to draw something special for them, you know? I saw one guy ask if he could have more than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple people got away with, more than one. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, like they were like, my brother's at home. That sort of it's that sort of thing. But also, uh, like actually I found out about this on Instagram. Uh, somebody took two and tagged me in like a picture of, of the two sketches that they took. Oh, you didn't know they took two? I did not know. Wow. Because yeah. part of the thing was that, you know, people were just grabbing them and like I couldn't see... Right. Who all was taken for sure because yeah. you were drawing other stuff. I was drawing other stuff too. Uh, so yeah, so those went pretty quickly, and then yeah, people started asking for for sketches, and so and and uh, Jack, the owner of Mavericks, opened the store a little bit early. Yeah, like quarter to yeah. yeah. Which for him is good. Yeah, yeah. He likes to open as early as he can. Right. I, I know he wanted to open just as I was taking a mouthful of donuts. <laughs> right? I know. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah, so from 9.45 till 2 p.m., I was drawing. Non-stop. Non-stop. I had one bathroom break. I took one bathroom break. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and like a couple, obviously people we know like came in and out of the store. Right. And, and I would talk to them, but like I wouldn't stop drawing. No, yeah. yeah. No, it was it was impressive. Uh, and I drew 30 sketches in those four hours. Right. Yeah. And they weren't just like pencil sketches. I mean, you were inking them. A lot of them used markers to like I did add color. color. A little bit. Yeah. I had three color markers. Yeah. Uh, which I will say this, I drew two different Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, but the only colors I had were red and blue. So it was Raph and, and Leo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> really? It was, uh, Leo and Donatello. Oh, red and blue make purple. Well, no. Oh. I just drew them both blue. <laughs> also, because the reference that I looked up, they both looked blue when, when I saw the picture of it. Yeah. Oh, also, those are the two turtles that I like the least. Oh, really? Raph and Donnie? No. Oh, Raph and Leo. Yeah. Or no. Donnie and Leo. Donnie and Leo? Yeah. Okay, because Raph and Donnie are my two favorites. Mine are uh, Raph and, uh, and Michelangelo. Really? Yeah. Because he's a party dude? Yeah. <laughs> I just like Donatello. I like the warm colors. Right. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just like Donatello's character because he's like kind of like the nerdy scientist kind right. of yeah, Alicon. Honestly, I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember a ton of turtle oh, stuff. Right. Yeah. Leo is like the is, leader. Okay. Raph yeah. is like the Wolverine. Yes. Yes. And Michelangelo is like you know the party. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but rap has always been my favorite. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. There's no, yeah. There's yeah. no close second. Yeah. But Donatello is the second for me. Uh, but yeah, man. And, and yeah, I got a lot of requests for like, yeah, characters I'd never even heard of. Right. I saw some of those. Yeah. And, and the weirdest, the weirdest, somebody asked for like an anime character <clears throat> and I was like, okay, whatever, you know. I'm there to draw whatever anybody's asking for. Right. And, uh, you know, like I said, got a smartphone. I can look it up online. Yeah. You know? It's a character by the name of Hinata from an anime called Haiku. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> which I, I had a little bit of a crowd watching me draw, which at times was obnoxious, but <laughs> at times was kind of fun. Especially when it was all kids. Yeah. That yeah. was adorable. Yeah. Uh, but, but there was a girl, uh, a teenager, you know, who was hanging out watching me draw. And so like, I looked up Hinata and like this character came up. I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. You know? And she saw the image on my phone and said, Oh, uh, that's a different Hinata. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to actually search for Hinata haiku. I was like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> And so I did, and yeah, completely different huh. characters, completely different animes. Really? Two characters named Hinata. So is Hinata just like, you know, Bob? Uh, Maybe? Japan? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I will also say this, that it's just a dude. Nothing special. Nothing. It makes it kind of hard to draw. Yeah, it does. When, when it's just like a dude. There's yeah. no like eye patch or like robot arm or whatever. Nothing. Like right. he had a hoodie and a backpack. Right, yeah. I mean, I have a hoodie and a backpack. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, just just uh, like a redheaded, clean shaven cartoon dude. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. Archie. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And so I drew that, and uh, I, I had a list at this point, and uh, there was a kid who requested Ant Man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, saw me draw the Hanada. Said, uh, actually, instead of Ant Man, can I have a Hanada <laughs> too? <laughs> the same Hanada. Yep. Oh well. That's funny. That was the only repeat. Quest. Well, yeah, it's the most popular character in comics. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of him. Nope. <clears throat> I mean, I did, you know, I drew a couple of characters who I had done the pre-sketches. Sure, like Doctor yeah. Strange. And I did two, yeah, I did a Doctor Strange, a Batman, uh, Captain America. Uh, I think that was it. But, right. uh... You know, uh, but yeah, there was like two Halo requests, but like different characters. Man, I hated drawing those. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just all angles and right. Yeah. No expressions. Right. Exactly. And and like I've just got a brush pen. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really draw a lot of (laughs) right angles with brush. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's just dudes in armor. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, they, they seemed relatively okay with what yeah. I drew. Yeah. I like the results. I saw them. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, a couple of anime characters I'd never heard of. A couple of Pokemon. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, it was fun overall. Yeah. No, it was a blast. Yeah. It was a good day. Donuts, free comics, artwork. Yeah. Lots of cash flowing yeah. through there. Yeah. Not to me, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, no, yeah, I did everything free. Uh, yeah. A couple of people asked for, like, how much, and I was like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if you're, if you're going to a comic store and getting free comics and you're still willing to spend money, you should buy something from that comic store. That, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> and people did, man. Like, I was reordering, um, like, restocking our walls today, like, back issues, trade paperbacks. And we have this dollar number one rack, spinner rack by the register where we have like all the Marvel true believers in the image first books. Right. And it was decimated. Like we must've sold like $200 books. That that's day. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. People, I mean, and that's, those are readers. Those yeah. are people trying new books. Exactly. So that's super cool. And yeah, I mean, there's, there's people who come in just get the free comics and leave, but yeah. 
I swear there wasn't as much of that this year. Like there was a lot of people that were just sticking around oh, and, yeah. and looking for stuff. Like that's awesome. Every year that I've worked there, I remember people coming in and just grabbing books and darting out the door. Right. Um, but yeah, there wasn't. I mean, there was some of it, but there wasn't that much of it this year. Yeah. Like I feel like it was more like everybody hung around and bought stuff or looked around. And, I mean, you know, when I left, there was a line at the cash register. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was very cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, the, a lot of people buying graphic novels and trades and I mean, 50% off, you can't go wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah that's like what we pay for. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We weren't making any money on those trades, but, <coughs> but we were getting people to read books. Exactly. And, like moving products. Yep. Some of those we won't replace because there were some that have been there a long time. Right. So it was nice to move some of those at half price. But yeah, if, overall, I mean, like people like, Every Scott Pilgrim and Saga trade is just gone, you know, like stuff like that. People, stuff that people, you know, love. Right. Perennial, perennial sellers, but, um, but yeah, that's fine. Batman or Batman and Deadpool, Harley Quinn, all those sections were decimated. Right. But yeah, it's cool. Can't judge people. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Uh, yeah. People like what they like. But we also sold like. Drinky Crow and, you know, like just like weird that's stuff awesome. that's been yeah. there for years that, you know. I, I know that I, I took that opportunity to pick up uh, the new Dan Klaus book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Patience. Yep. Yeah. Uh, since it's been patiently waiting for me to buy it there at the store. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And then afterwards, uh, after I left, uh, Myself and uh, our good friend Joe G went and did some extra free comic book day you, shopping. You hadn't had enough. Nope. <laughs> well, I had had enough of uh, sitting and drawing. Right. Sure. I literally have not drawn a single thing since then. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because I was exhausted. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would also totally do it again this weekend if you had it. Right. Yeah. What we do? Oh, wow. No. I'm charging this time. Right. It's ten dollar comic day. Exactly. Everything's ten dollars. Yep. All the sketches, everything. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Sweet. Well, we yeah, we were glad to have you. Well, and, thanks, uh, thanks for having me. I had a great time. This yeah. No, no, nobody complained about me. Not yeah. a, not a no. one. No, not even when I just yelled at a kid. Did you? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't hear that. Came close. <laughs> I think I know which kid. Um, no, no, it was it was great. It was, it was smooth, and like I said, it was probably the most lucrative free comic day we've ever had. So That's awesome. It works. Yeah. Well, I know that was mostly because of me. Oh, sure. Yeah. People see that name, Sean yeah, Warren. Exactly. They, like, yeah. they come running. I mean, I was I was promoting that thing on on social media for for two three weeks now. Yeah. You know, all, all four of my followers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We appreciate every one of them. Usually, uh, free comic day usually tends to fall on a weekend where there's uh, like a major comic book movie coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this year was uh, Captain America: Civil War. Sure. Uh, Which I have not seen yet. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I saw that Thursday night. Prior to that, mm -hmm. and uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's a pretty good movie. I've heard ninety nine percent positive reviews. Yeah. yeah, and you know that that is from like three thousand people. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's it's pretty good. So how much of it have you had spoiled by now? Very little, actually. Well, that's surprisingly cool. Surprisingly, so right. I mean, you know, there's a couple things I didn't really want to know, but right, uh, right. But yeah, yeah. Overall, um, I'm, I I'll probably see it this coming Tuesday. So hopefully I'll. I'll see it before any spoilers come my way. Sure. Like, well, you're you're not on the Facebook or the Twitter or anything like that, so so you do get to miss out on on a lot of that there. And I don't know if it's just because I've seen the movie at this point that like I'm noticing like so many people are just putting spoilers out there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's and funny. like it doesn't bother me because I've already seen it. Sure. But like at the same time, like, well, if I hadn't seen it. Right. Like, a, would I notice it? And B, I know I would be pissed if I did. I mean, I guess it, it's been a week tomorrow. Still, That's uh, still not enough time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my, 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 my spoiler bubble right. is you know, uh, six months after DVD release. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
See, I'm with you there because that's usually when I. I mean, I still haven't seen Ant Man. Like, right. Like, so, and I and it's not like I'm not trying to avoid it. I want to see that movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've got uh, one more month before I start spoiling it for you. <laughs> okay. Has it been five months? Uh, it came out in, on DVD in December. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You know, I just found out today that the uh, Deadpool Blu-ray, which came out today or yesterday, has a Liefeld commentary track. Oh, God. And I'm so excited to hear that. Like, like up until I heard that, I was kind of like, oh, I'll maybe see that movie. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I have to see that movie. Well, you should see that movie because yeah. it's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, really... <laughs> the guy barely had anything to do with that character. Uh, he created the character. <laughs> barely had anything to do with that character. Um, Deadpool wouldn't be the character you know today without <laughs> Rob Liefeld's hand. <laughs> Rob Liefeld merged Spider-Man's and Deathstroke's costumes <laughs> and called it Deadpool. Yeah. Love it. And then years later, other people made him Deadpool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I will watch the movie and then immediately watch the, the commentary. commentary. Right. Yeah. The movie's great. Mm-hmm. It looks Rob Liefeld or no. <laughs> right? Preferably no. Isn't he? He's actually like in the film, right? He does have a cameo in it. Oh, see? Okay. I'm in. <laughs> but he's not drawing anything in it. Oh. It's just him and his ugly mug. I, I love his, his ugly mug, though. So, I don't know. He's he's great. He's one of those people, he's kind of polarizing. And, and, I, and I get it, because, like, he said some things before that, you know, I mean, he's kind of, he's very opinionated and inflammatory with his remarks, but I do respect where he comes from. Like, he, he does kind of speak his mind whether he's right or wrong yeah there are better artists and writers out there who also do the same <laughs> I have so much enjoyment of his art <laughs> yeah, he's he's good he's fun uh, so let's see what else what else what else what else other than Liefeld uh, other than Liefeld I think it stops at Liefeld alright <laughs> <laughs> seen or read anything uh, recently that, that uh, struck your fancy? Not not really. I mean, honestly, I haven't I haven't really yeah, I haven't really watched or seen anything. I've, I've read a couple mini comics, but yeah, right. nothing, nothing that nothing that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've been watching mostly television programs, catching up on uh yeah, Captain America is uh, the last movie I've seen, which, again, I really enjoyed. Um, uh, I, I picked up a couple comics, but I haven't really read anything yet. But uh, today I picked up that C-3PO uh, uh, comic. Uh, James Robinson, is, Tony Harris. Yep, one of the three Star Wars comics I've ever bought. Wow. Yeah. The the other two were the Tag and Bink uh, mm-hmm. comics. Right. Those the, are great. The, no, yeah. Yeah, oh. they are. Uh, <laughs> so, so I guess this is my first serious Star Wars comic right. I've ever bought. Uh, but I only bought mostly because of James Robinson and Tony Harris. It does look fun, though. Yeah. As far as serious Star Wars comics go. Uh, but yeah, I, I like those guys. Uh, I enjoyed their work together on, on Starman. Sure. And uh, they have a new thing coming out, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, like, years ago, Tony Harris started a Kickstarter for a book he was working on called Round Eye. Okay. And, uh, like, yeah, I think he was asking for, like, a crazy amount of money. And he was just like, oh, this is, like, what it would take for a company to pay me to draw this. <clears throat> and, and there was a little controversy about it, and then... Like, I guess it got funded, but then, like, it just never Ooh. happened. Oh, wow. Uh, so, apparently, now he's trying it again. Uh, but he got James Robinson to come on board and, and write it for him. And, and they both, like, co-own it now. Uh, Is that for more money, though? Yes. Oh. They're going through GoFundMe now. And wow. he's asking for $100,000. Yep. After, But he was already paid. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. 
like he's he's promising that like if if it gets funded and he's able to do it like all the people who backed his Kickstarter will get like everything that they you know you know gotten like with their their rewards package or whatever right, right. Uh, but you know yeah he's he's just asking for more money to to pay for the the publishing mm-hmm. and the writing and the the art and all that yeah 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 it's a little shady yeah, to me but, bit. <clears throat> but but he's been like talking about it a lot on online and then about how because there's like three different comic series that he started and like never finished like right. chin music and war heroes yeah or something war else yeah Obergeist or not they finished that they finished Obergeist yeah or he did yeah. uh <laughs> but yeah he said like um like, he explained that Mark Miller basically, like, just never finished War Heroes. War Heroes so, right. like, there was nothing for him ever to draw. Sure. And then, like, you know, Steve Niles was writing chin music, and he said, like, the, like Steve Niles is, like, house got flooded, and then, like, he had to, like, move, and so, like, he just never got back and wrote Rude. any more of it. Yeah. Eh, that makes so, sense. you know. But still, you know. Yeah, it's a little... A little weird. Right. A little shady. Yeah. Huh. He's a good artist. Though. He is very good. And, you know, he's, he's had some, some, uh, controversy with some of his opinions and, and sure. you know, but you know, I don't know. He's, he's still a really good artist. <laughs> That's exactly what I said about Liefeld earlier. Yeah, exactly. Opinionated, but good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, you, you interested in watching a movie with me? I like watching movies with you. All right, all right. Well, I've got one that I've been wanting to pick for quite a while, uh, but but I, I kind of put a, a moratorium on uh, horror films. Oh yeah, I remember that because <clears throat> we'd we'd watch like twenty in a row. Yeah, yeah. And this one, it's not exactly a horror film, but but it's also a horror film. It's it's a horror western. Okay. Starring Kurt Russell. I'm in. Called Bone Tomahawk. Never heard of it. <laughs> How old is it? Like a year? Oh, okay. Maybe less? I'm super excited. <laughs> I had no idea this existed. <laughs> Bone Tomahawk? Yep. What a great name. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and a Kurt Russell? Yep. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> is there a Rob Liefeld commentary track? <laughs> we'll call him up. Okay. See if you just have him. You know, talk about it while we watch. He's going to be in town uh, in a few months. So. Yeah, yeah, in September, I believe. Yeah, yeah. or in Cincinnati. Yeah, which is yeah, sort of enough to town. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'll be in the same room with him. That's so cool. You've made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm hopefully going to be in the same room with him. Yeah, whether yeah. I'm just a attendee or whatever, but right. I'm going to try to meet the fella. That's cool. That's cool. You, you should totally go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think I, I think I will. But yeah, Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk. That sounds great. All right. Horror Western. Yep. Wow. Kurt Russell. Hey, what, what, can, what can go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll do that uh, soon, hopefully. Sweet. All, All right. right. I guess I should probably let my dog in. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> She's been out of the listener can hear. She's been scratching at the door for ten minutes. Yeah. Well, she's very slowly. She's fine. So she's. Oh no, it's fenced in. Yeah. And it's not yeah. raining. So no, yeah. she's good. All right then. Well, uh, take it easy. You as well. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.